If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. Oh my gosh. Nobody does it better. Yes, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. Some people would say nerds, okay? This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. From Studio C. C. Senor. Dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Hey, everybody, on Little Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Axel Rose and Steve Mnuchin. As I feared, the two have come to blows on Twitter. Boy, I didn't see that coming. The Guns N' Roses lead singer and the Secretary of the Treasury. Natural enemies, obviously, are at each other's throats on social media. Welcome to the jungle, indeed. So yesterday when we were talking about how The View feels about Joe Biden, Sean said, oh, great, now I know what The View thinks. I feel that way about lead singer of Guns N' Roses. I was wondering how Axl Rose felt about all this. If you would weigh in. I suppose our co-general manager could be the number 3.2 million, because that's how many more jobless claims were last week. Yo, boy. As the number comes out every Thursday morning, 3.2 million, so that uh, puts us at, what, about 33 million people, Uh, which is an extraordinary number. 
Uh, breaking news, breaking news. Sammy Hagar is now at the throat of Mike Pence. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Peter Navarro in a joint match with Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Here's another a general manager possibility could have been, hold me closer, tiny tyrants. So this woman who got thrown in jail for opening her store against governor, government orders her lawyer uh, said in front of the judge yesterday, we're finding out there's a bunch of tiny tyrants around this county. Oh, I like that. That's uh, a good that term. term. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Strong. There are tiny tyrants all over the country. But now you got that dang song in my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing wrong with that. It's a good too. Eh. Um, <clears throat> I see up on the uh, TV news, I'm looking up at the screen, and uh, you go to some reporters, I notice, and they got uh, the mask on. Yeah. I don't know how they decide who's wearing a mask and who's not when they go to the reporters. But So I live in a county where masks are mandatory, and the way some people flout the law really uh, bothers me. I'm, I'm wearing my mask, but uh, a guy yesterday I went to pick up a pizza, and there was a dude in there with a swagger, and he was doing the thing. I don't know if you've seen this. is popular young, uh, uh, among a certain kind of person that are almost identifiable by looking at them. Um, mm. of wearing the mask, like, down around their chin. Mm, that's it's just, just kind of hanging around your throat. I guess they feel like that counts as having a mask on or whatever. But right. the whole mask thing is really interesting. As a uh, There's the, I refuse to wear it. There's the, I'll wear it, but I'm not going to wear it in a way that does any good. There's the, yell at you because you're not wearing one in some right. parts of the country. Right. Uh, so we will, we will get into uh, mask truthers later, as that has become a thing. I really you know, didn't. I don't like the. I'd rather you didn't wear a mask than you do the just around the throat, down below your chin. And again, and I, I don't like that. I don't like that look. I don't like that tood. What are you well, trying you're to say, a rule dude? Follower, I embrace the, the the rebel spirit. The rebel spirit of breathing yes. disease on me. I don't know. Think that's a rebel spirit. Ah, uh, you let your freak flag fly around your chin. I personally, see, I happen to know what county you live in. There have been a total of twenty deaths. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a mostly rural county. But I would put this under the category, the least you can do. This is not like the argument of shut down your business and risk your family fortune. Right. Uh, it really requires practically zero effort to put the mask up around your mouth. So if somebody wants you to do it, just go ahead and do it. It's not that freaking big a deal. But I personally know people who would be very angered by me saying that. Oh, well, I'll see the emails yeah. in about three minutes. <laughs> you're uh, you're the, you're practically a six lane paved highway for totalitarianism, Jack. Just lay down, lay down in your belly, and accept the the new regime, or the government can tell you what to do every minute. Mm. I figure I'll save them the trouble of writing the email. <laughs> it is odd though that I do live in a county where it is mandatory to wear a mask when we've had so few cases and so few deaths. I was talking to a medical professional yesterday who uh um. She and all her nurse friends absolutely believe that uh, it came through many, many more, many months ago where they are, and that there's all kinds of things going on now for just political reasons, as in uh, the, the the keeping afloat various thrown together hospital areas and beds and stuff like that. They they yeah. had no patience in right, no patience. Yeah, and they're quietly behind the scenes saying. Listen, uh, every sprained ankle, uh, severe dandruff case, and common cold you get, throw them in this facility so we can claim that it's being used. It's one thing to just be wrong. You did your best and you were wrong. It's another thing to continue to spend money uh, after you know that we're not uh, going to be overrun. Right. Uh, that's right. a whole different thing. Yeah. Hold me close, tiny tyrants. 
And yet people are shocked every time government does exactly what government always does. Wastes money, keeps spending long after the cause is gone. You know, it's just... I don't want to wear you out, folks. Well, Joe, I don't want to wear you out. Joe's at home, but we're all here, and I don't see any masks, because nobody's going to make us wear a mask, are they? Wow, wait a minute. Mine's in my, Weren't you just a minute ago? You were, anyway. Yeah. I'm trying to have both sides of it. <laughs> I just uh, saw a meme online made me laugh. Picture Joe Exotic saying, Murder hornets? I call them Baskin bees. <laughs> I still think the funniest one is I got stung by a hornet back in December, so I've already had murder hornets. I think that is so funny. Uh, Let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm really good. I've turned off the cable news. I'm trying. I'm coronavirus out. Yeah. I I just, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, it's an important story, but I can only follow it so much. And and it's just, I've turned off the cable news, and then I've gone out, and I have... Uh, put on the boots, the goggles, and the mask, and I'm doing uh, cutting weeds now with the weed whacker. There you go. Out in solitude, and I, I'm loving it, you know? Um, I'm, I'm mostly interested in the economic angle of the whole story at this point. Uh, interested slash frightened to death. Um, but there is, Ben, there is a, a Cuomo, governor of New York, he came out with some information yesterday that had a lot of people saying, whoa, what's going on here about the coronavirus? We'll tell you about that later. Yeah, indeed. Uh, troubling, troubling statistics. There's a positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. The The world is full of funny people, and they often uh, share their funniness on Twitter like this one. The year is 2020. Amidst a global pandemic, Guns N' Roses' Axl Rose says Secretary of the Treasury and producer of Wonder Woman is officially an A.H., in response, the executive producer of the Lego movie asked what Rose has done for his country with a flag of Liberia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know how tried we got it. in this timeline, but it is fascinating. <laughs> Mnuchin tried to blast Rose for his lack of patriotism or something and and uh, ran on a Liberian flag. You're missing about 49 stars on that flag, sir. Before taking it down and replacing it with the uh, old glory. Well, so you, you picked a flag emoji. They're very tiny on your phone. Yeah, I see. Squinting, what is that? Is that Holland? <laughs> what's uh, what's Axel Rose up to these days? I know Slash plays with a bunch of different uh, side projects. What's Axel doing, though? Well, they were sitting around playing eating, shows. Sitting around eating last time I saw him. I think he's middleweight slash now. He hasn't gone full Adele, but he's uh, he's not as fat as he was. Axel or Axel? Yeah. Sorry, what did I say? You said Min- slash. Let's not oh, get slash. our let's not get our uh, Guns N' Roses front people all mixed up. Slash remains athletic and uh, and bit curly haired. Oh really? Yes, yes. Hmm. I uh, last time I saw Axel uh, on the internet, he was he was pre dyed Adele. <laughs> that's, what I, yeah. that's what I saw. He wasn't yeah, going to well. wear the skin-tight, low-slung leather pants and move his hips around like this at the time I saw him. But you know, Well, he's, he's given up the coke and the heroin. You need something. He went with donuts. <laughs> Maybe he's hit the gym. I don't I, know. Yes. I was fascinated to learn that Steve Mnuchin has 43 movie producer credits. I didn't know that. He was involved in the Lego movie. Good for him. Yeah. A lot of movies you've heard, too. Like some big, some big ones. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, May 7th, the year 2020. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin then, officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. I'm going to be saying, hey, call your congressman 
and uh, change these laws that apply to banks. And what the FCC has said is that when the subject matter of the call ranges to the topics, then the call is transformed. Oh, boy. And it's, it's yeah. a call that would have been allowed and it's no longer allowed. Dude, did, did that really happen? Yeah. Oh, for goodness sakes. Who's did, it, did everybody so, catch that? During the Supreme Court arguments yesterday? Well, go ahead. going to be saying, hey, call your congressman and uh, change these laws that apply to banks. And what the FCC has said is that when the subject matter of the call ranges to the topic, then the call is transformed. So that's a lawyer arguing in front of the Supreme Court? Yes. I mean, digitally in front of the Supreme Court. Right, right. Sure. As as in front as you can get now. Yes. But it, was it was it his throne? No. Or was it somebody else with their mic open? It was somebody who does who did oh, not mute their mic and was oh, kind of wanted to tap out of the conference call for a bit. But <laughs> Kagan, whoopsie Daisy, this is only my third time on Zoom, probably. I so. suspect Kagan. <laughs> what? This is slanderous. And what the FCC has said is that oh, when no. the subject matter of the call oh, ranges boy. to the topic, okay, so that's then funny. the call is transformed. I just assumed it was the lawyer, but it could be anybody that was on the open mic. Unless he is really disciplined, he was inc- incredibly on message right. throughout that whole time. Right. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. That's a good point. Yeah, Kagan. <laughs> um, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's 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 good. It's funny. It's it's revealing. <laughs> oh my God! The subject matter of the call ranges to the topic. So is there the is, is any effort being made to nail down who it was that was? <laughs> I shall no. I shall no. ask the internet. There is no effort being made to nail that down, Jack. Who would effort it, and in what way? I don't know. I think you got to get the FBI involved. Who was the SCOTUS flusher? <laughs> we'll figure this out, among other things. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. government has declared them essential. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah, I just saw the headline from The Hill that said, lead singer of Guns N' Roses and Treasury Secretary in a heated Twitter battle. That's not something you would have seen years ago. This COVID is tearing our country apart. Axel Rose and Steve Mnuchin at each other's throats. It's so disappointing. It's going to bring this country to its sha na 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 knees Knees. <laughs> knees. <laughs> well played. Mailbag. <laughs> 20% of the workforce is out of work in a seven-week period. One-fifth yeah. of the workforce. Nothing like this has ever happened. So that's a lot, right? In our lifetimes. Yeah. Substantial number. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from Winston Churchill. The best argument against democracy is a five-minute conversation with the average voter. Ouch. Now, why? Why would I? Joe Getty, host of Mailbag, suggests that's a freedom-loving quote of the day. It's anti-democracy. How dare you? Because one of the most sacred principles this country is founded upon is that our rights are inalienable and the majority can't vote them away. That's why the whole living constitution thing is so dangerous. The idea that 51% of us decide, ah, free speech is inconvenient, we can end it. No, that's why uh, 
<laughs> the Constitution is there and will remain there to protect us from democracy. Uh, let's see. This is a meme, but I like it. It's very funny. I've been meaning to throw this on. Do you say Schrodinger's cat or Schrodinger? I don't care. Uh, we all have Schrodinger's virus now because we cannot get tested. We can't know whether we have the virus or not. We have to act as if we have the virus so that we don't spread it to others. We have to act as if we don't have the virus because if we didn't have it, we're not immune. Therefore, we both have and don't have the virus. Thus, Schrodinger's virus. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Moving on to the correspondence proper. Uh, Dirks, the tennis-playing German, writes... Hey, gee, I just got a chain wrapped around my head when I told my wife I was going to go engage in athletic intercourse with a female friend of mine. <laughs> Next time the I president will... Is cheer- Sorry about that. Uh, do we have Joe Biden? Uh, we do, but I have, a, I have a rogue audio source. Oh, boy, I hate when that happens. Yeah. Next time I will use the phrase play tennis with. It makes a difference. Thank you, Dirk. Makes a difference. All right, yeah, Uh, uh, timing. The pandemic is that the president has no intercourse whatsoever with the rest of the the world. Yeah. Weird. Stop using that word. Uh, Tom in Vegas writes, on the topic snitches and rats, I'm really getting a small taste of what it must be like to live under communism or a society where citizens spy on each other, like Los Angeles. Recently, our 55-plus community near Las Vegas, it's like the village in, villages in Florida, only much smaller and less STDs. Uh, we reopened our pickleball courts with the provision that we socially distance. After the very first day, the HOA board sent out an email stating they had received complaints that we weren't complying. We were. The email then threatened to shut the courts if we don't appro- uh, behave appropriately. Since then, we've noticed snitches and rats walking by the courts taking pictures of us, trying to capture us as we switch sides so it looks like we're breaking the rules as we pass each other. The shots are more than 50 yards away and can't possibly show the distance accurately. Now our players live in constant fear will be shut back down again. Uh, the fact that our area has had so few cases and hospitalizations does not stop these busybodies from trying to ruin our fun. It's actually kind of scary that our leaders have so easily frightened so many sheep to do their bidding. What the heck is pickleball? Uh, it's like full-size ping pong. It's uh, yeah, it's it's kind of it's a paddle ball. You ever seen? It's like a dead ball tennis thing, so the courts can be much smaller. Oh, don't go out with her. She gave a buddy of mine pickleball. Hmm. Hmm. Unfortunate. Let's see. Uh, oh, uh, Landon in beautiful and conservative Grants Pass, Oregon, and Grants Pass is absolutely gorgeous. Um, just uh, told us he'd lost his gig as an AV tech for conferences and is washing cars for a friend's detail business, and uh, they all listen to the ANG show to pass the time. So shout out to Landon and these fellow car detailers in beautiful Grants Pass. Uh, good for you. Let's see. What do we have? Like forty-five seconds. Uh, that's good, but too long. Uh, long take about the Jumanji movie back in the 90s, but then uh, Shannon says, love the show. You've kept both my husband and I sane while working from home as employees for two large companies, pivoting to math, science, English, language, arts teachers, then lunch lady duties, along with morning and evening meal chef and maid service. Yeah. I thought that was a really good description of a lot of people's reality right now. I'm so bored during the COVID. Yeah. Bored in the house, and I'm in the house bored. Wow. Well, some people sure aren't. No. I've never been less bored in my life. Uh, some more of the numbers behind the numbers as the unemployment stats came out today. It's uh, they're, they're pretty shocking, as uh, as could be expected. <sighs> shocking but unsurprising. Yeah. There's a word for that, I believe. You invented it. 
um, and other stuff. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This is surprising. Carnival Cruise Lines announced this week that starting August 1st, they will be back on the open sea. And I guess people are going to join them? I don't know. How could anyone book a Carnival Cruise right now? Just to be safe, I won't even let our show book a Tom Cruise right now. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, wow. I only laugh because what an odd direction to go with that. But uh, <laughs> as far as the cruise thing, though... I've been surprised, you know, when they, when when beaches open, people flock into the beaches. So, because uh, that wouldn't be my first thought, but uh, people are. So maybe people will jump on a cruise or go to a movie theater when they open or whatever. I don't think I'm going to. Well, a I cruise and a beach are very different scenarios. Oh, you know? definitely. But I wasn't going to go to a, on a cruise before, so it's pro- I'm probably the wrong person to ask. Yes, clearly. Um, right, yeah, it doesn't sound very exciting to me to be closed up in a boat with thousands of people or. Even a, a, a couple hundred. But the value, it's like 50 bucks, and it's all you can eat. How could it be anything but great? So good, because <laughs> I need to be fatter. Yes. So as far as the numbers that have come out today, on Thursday we get the jobless numbers, how many people have uh, filed for uh, unemployment, and another 3.2 million, adding to the 30 million we had already, and so we're around 33 million people, which, uh, again, adds up to 20% of the workforce. Yikes. Uh, stopping working in a seven-week period, which is unheard of. I mean, you know, uh, I I read a headline that was, I I don't have the specific wording in front of me, but the the gist of it was that that number is down, so we're really, we're improving from the peak. And I was thinking, well, wait a minute. (laughs) Those other 30 million people are still unemployed. Right. So another three, okay, so the the additional number is smaller, but no, it's not good news. Yeah, so the Wall Street Journal does make the argument that it looks like it could crest this month in terms of, uh, you know, the getting worse part. Right. But there's no, that just means that the number of people every week is going to start shrinking. Well, wasn't the pre-COVID record like 600,000? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you said, unless other people are going back to work, I I, I think you're really working hard to try to find some good news in that. (laughs) I mean, if you got down to uh, the last, so if 98% of people were out of work and the last 2% filed, Good news, uh, everybody. Good news, only 2% of the workforce filed. So we right. really, we're really past the worst of this. Um, <laughs> That's an odd way to look at yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, they're looking for a silver lining. Anyway, I thought this number was interesting. Uh, the layoffs already that already occurred are likely to cause the April unemployment rate, which comes out tomorrow, to jump to a 70-year high. Sure. So the unemployment rate will be at a 70-year high when we had an unemployment rate at a 50-year low just two months ago. Yikes. That's amazing. We were at a, an practically well, in all, most of our lifetimes low for unemployment just weeks ago. Now we're going to hit a high in 70 years. Mm. You, you wouldn't think it could turn around like that. 1950? 1948. Post-WW2 guys coming home, I guess? Is the last to find time work? unemployment was uh, this high. Yeah, okay. Huh. And I don't know if they just mean specifically April or in general, but I'm, I'm sure we'll get all the unemployment stats you want 
tomorrow oh, yeah. when that oh, number yeah. finally comes out and everybody starts uh, tearing into it and everything like that. But stay tuned. We'll have gloom and doom for you. The only thing that that that, that I they possibly can get excited about is maybe just the world we live in now. Everything happens so fast that it can go back as fast. Then yeah. things can recover as fast. I was going to say, that just reminds me of a microcosm of modern times. Yeah. Where, you know, here today, gone today. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> this is well, the worst I, thing ever. This is the best thing ever. All in one afternoon. Uh-huh. Well, you say it might come back as fast. If you put a contract in front of me saying pretty fast, I'd sign it. Oh, you yeah. Know, just, oh, yeah. just that it comes back is enough. Oh, yeah. Please. In, in two Please. years, I think most people would sign on the the, the bottom of that uh, contract. Yeah. Here, here. Stunning news. Okay, and then the other thing that came out yesterday that uh, maybe Joe can explain this to me because I, uh, I didn't, I didn't quite understand it. So, Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, who also went on a long rambling thing about his daughter and her boyfriend. I don't know if you heard that, but anyway, he is a rambler. He's a Fidel Castro style rambler. He just gets into a zone and just starts talking. Right. Putin does the same thing. Anyway. Dictators in general. Um, he was out yesterday with uh, this. 66% of the people... Well, I'll just read from the beginning of the article, not his quotes. Two-thirds of New Yorkers hospitalized with the coronavirus were admitted from their homes. A shocking statistic, according to anybody, that defies social distancing logic, Governor Andrew Cuomo said yesterday. The cur- curious conclusion was reached in a three-day survey of patients hospitalized with the bug conducted this week. And revealed by Cuomo during his daily press briefing yesterday, 66% of the people were at home, which is shocking to us, said Andrew Cuomo. Meaning at home self-quarantining. Yeah. I, that, that phrase admitted from their homes, I don't even know what that means. Quote, I'll, I'll go on with this quote. So they okay. were not working. They were not traveling. These people uh, were literally at home. They didn't come in contact with somebody from a foreign land. Despite the twist, Cuomo doubled down on his calls for social distancing and personal responsibility, especially as hospitalizations and deaths continue to trend in the right direction. What was that Uh, quote about coming into contact with people from a foreign land? At this point, what the hell does that have to do with it? I don't know. Rambling dictator. But so nobody can quite figure out why that is. Do you have any guesses how so many people were getting the disease while Uh, at home? Maybe they're lying in the survey about how quarantine-y they'd been. I don't know. I would say Occam's razor would be that explanation. The most obvious explanation is probably the the correct one. Yeah. So they... And even then... Then they still had to go to markets, in theory, or, right, they, you know, they could have come from that. Yeah, don't know. Well, yeah, uh, practically nobody is completely staying at home, or at least one member of the family yeah. is venturing out and going to the grocery store and the gas station and all that sort of stuff, and that's all sure. it will take. Sheltering in place is not self-quarantine, or not, uh, um, what do they call well, it? It's not truly quarantining. What do they call it? Uh, when, when you're put in the hole. Sodomy? <laughs> no, that's a different. Solitary? Meant, yes, oh, it's solitary not solitary confinement. confinement. What? Right, yeah. Are you talking I, not about? Not what you were talking about, Joe. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I lost the thread. So, yeah, so this disease is amazingly contagious, it would seem. Yes. Just extraordinarily contagious. It's so easy to catch. Then, like, 98% of people show no signs whatsoever. So the one person in your family that goes out to the grocery store or the restaurant to get a pizza or whatever, they get it. They bring it home. They got no symptoms. One person in your family does get the symptoms, gets sick, and goes to the hospital. That that explains it, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And And you could have... You could be asymptomatic and contagious for many days. 
So, yeah, I think it's it's probably fairly simple. You know, I haven't said anything. I don't want to be that kind of person yet. But, like, I, I'm picking up a pizza last night, and the, the girl with the mask and the gloves, and that's part of their, their pitch is, you know, it's safe to eat here because we're all wearing gloves and everything like that. I watch the person in front of me. She hands him a pen. Guy with his bare hand writes the thing. And then she hands the same pen to me with her gloved hand. Mm. What the hell? Yeah. What the hell? Well, now, I got even... a buddy who runs a business. They're dipping their pens in some sort of like bleach solution. Their pens sit in there and they pull them out. I don't know. I got my own pen in my car now. That's a good idea. Bring your Has own dang pen. even established whether you can get a big enough dose of the virus from a simple object like that to I make you sick? I don't know. Or do you need someone to speak on you moistly? Lick your eye. <laughs> I've actually heard of people who do that. Eye lickers? Eye lickers, yeah. This Don't is, do it to me. Is it we're a, fighting. Is it a sexual thing? <laughs> yes, it is a, a sexual thing. A traditional greeting in some countries? Or? <laughs> no, no, the first one. <laughs> How could that possibly be a sexual thing? Uh, Eyeball licking? I don't don't know. I can't figure out other people's kinks. Kinks are kinks. That's why they're kinks. Who's getting turned up? Most of them I understand. Okay, cheerleader outfit. I get where that comes from. Oh, that one's easy. (laughs) How about dressing up as a dog? It's not my thing, but I get it. How about the furries? I don't get that. Um, So who's enjoying the eyeball licking? The the licked eyeball or the... Hopefully both. Well, so you yeah, find somebody. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you must get consent, Jack. Please, may I touch your breast? May I lick your left eye? I, yes I, and no. I always <laughs> wonder because I have a very vanilla life. I always wonder how they get to the point where the who who broached the subject first with all kinds of different weird stuff. Who brought uh, it up? Um, probably start with like an ear nibble, and you know you just scale up from there. Yeah, and then, then hope they don't say, "God, what are you doing?" Then a cheek lap, and then you know you're you're there at the cheek, and you just get get. Ah, ah, ah. I don't know. Oh, don't I don't have the slightest idea. Yeah, oh, speaking yeah. of things don't, that should be, don't ever make that sound again. Speaking <laughs> of things that should be kept to yourself, I have theories. I have ideas on how to solve the mystery of the Supreme Court flush. Oh, fantastic! Yes. Is that going to elevate the conversation from where I, it was? Well, it, it, it must be known. Who flushed the toilet during the Supreme Court arguments? We need names. So Exactly. Quick tease of things. They're giving out driver's licenses without anybody taking road tests. For You, know, you can probably guess why, but how that how is that going to turn out? More pickup tro- trucks sold than cars for the first time ever. We'll dig into those numbers. Are they going to come up with a vaccine from a llama? Looks like they might. And more on the Axel Rose-Steve Mnuchin controversy. For those who want it. Whether you're a fan of the Secretary of the Treasury or Guns N' Roses, there's something for everyone. Fantastic. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Looks like the county we work in is about to go mandatory masks, so y'all have oh to throw boy. a mask then. Uh, this is going to sound a little more like this for a while. And more, we apologize for that, but more, we thank you for listening. More on that later, and I do want to get into this mask truther story that I read about in a conservative publication, and it's, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting, I think, but we'll see later. Uh, so stay Got to tread carefully there. Absolutely. We may offend our, our brethren, our friends. Absolutely. Uh, our cistern. NFL is laying out ways that they can open, uh, the, open the sport back up. We'll talk about that, too. America needs its behemoths smashing into each other more than ever. 
Sean, I get the sense that a lot of corporate America too is kind of is going to see what happens with sports and and take the lead from that. Huh. Hmm, that's an interesting yeah. thought. Uh, I need to go over the evidence one more time, Sean. Can you play our uh, audio sample? And they're saying, hey, call your congressman and uh, change these laws that apply to banks. And what the FCC has said is that when the subject matter of the call ranges to the topic, then the call is transformed. And mm. it's, it's a call that would have been allowed and is During no the, allowed. Uh, the Supreme Court oral arguments yesterday, one of the participants did not mute their device. And uh, flush the turlet, obviously. Now, in if the you, midst of the sacred proceedings, if you listen towards the end of the clip, I believe yeah. we can hear what sounds like a something being said in the echoey chambers of a bathroom. Is a, a very distinct, different sound than the guy speaking. Initially. All right. All right. That is that when the subject matter of the call ranges to the topic, then the call is transformed. And it's, it's yeah. a call that would have been allowed. And- you hear that? All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's either a woman doing the flushing or it could be the wife of the flusher. My suggestion is, like Sherlock Holmes, we employ experts with knowledge of toilets, plumbers. You've heard the flush now several times. Can you identify at least the size of the tank? Oh, that's a Kohler. Yeah, exactly. I know a Kohler when I hear one. Right, it, it could be. Um... Do we have any idea how many people have their mics open during the Supreme Court oral arguments? All nine justices, couple of lawyers, does it extend to anybody else? It seems like he could nail it down to a manageable number. Um, Yeah, the clerks aren't talking. Is there not somebody controlling uh, that's the host that's controlling the mute? Because I've been on a number of meetings where there's a host, and they are controlling... Uh, they can mute everyone or mm. or no one if they want to. Mm. Uh, is nobody, nobody doing that for this? It seems like the people that aren't gonna they they know aren't going to talk for twenty minutes should be muted. My guess would be an inexperience with the platform. You've Somebody got to who mute. is the host of that who is very limited in terms of how about for the Supreme time. Court of the danged United States of America, you get somebody that knows how to do that, that's done it a few times. Do they allow you hire a, a youngster like a 60-year-old to help them with <laughs> their, uh, I would their think technology? you got to have the mic open for all nine justices. They need to jump in wherever. And obviously right. the lawyer speaking, but the lawyer that's not going to speak to later I don't know if their mic's open or not, but it certainly, not. certainly doesn't need to be. And it, I wonder if it's somebody that wasn't even supposed to speak until, you know, in the afternoon or something. I guess this I is only guess. an hour, but later in the hour, and you're and you're thinking, okay, this isn't even my thing. I'm going to go uh, hit the john so I'm ready to go. Also, this is not a TV news hit where these people are mic'd up with lavalier packs on, right? They, they are somehow connected to their Internet device. Did this person bring their laptop sure. in order not to miss out on what the arguments yes. were? Well, yeah, Unhygienic. right. Well, you have to. I mean, you're you're involved. You're a justice. You don't want to uh, you so know, be out of the room when when somebody says, "Oh, and right here, uh, Section 14 of the Constitution says this is illegal." But you're assuming the flusher's a justice. I have been assuming it's not. You think it's a justice? Oh yeah, absolutely. A Supreme Court flushing. The subject matter of the call ranges to the topic. The FCC deserves to be flushed. By the way. That was a I, one I, or a two from the big nine. Okay. We, we <laughs> not necessary at all. Uh, we're deciding between some of the sharpest lawyers in America and uh, octogenarians who left their mic open. Who can't be fired from their jobs. No. It's yeah. not the biggest day of their lives. 
for most of the lawyers, because you don't get to do, even the best don't do this very often. Mm-hmm. For, so for a lawyer, it's one of the, you, you probably are not going to, and it's only an hour long, right? The oral yes. arguments? Yeah, no, I, now I'm starting to believe Joe's right. It's got to be a justice. Because there's right. no way a lawyer, the hour, uh, only time maybe in your life or only time in the last five years you're arguing before the Supreme Court, you are not going to do that. But if you're one of the justices, you do this every day. You've been doing it for 40 years. You're going to die in this job. i got to go to the bathroom. I'm going to the bathroom. I would like to submit the possibility that there somebody involved in the pageantry and the presentation of it. Like, is there a bailiff that swears the man at the beginning that needed to be on mic that wasn't mute, right? Mm, that's, that's where my head first goes. Now it's a justice, please. I've put together a special investigative task force. Of constitutional scholars, uh, the FBI, plumbers, and urologists to look into this, and we will be issuing our report, Mueller style. Your briefing. <laughs> yeah, we will brief. prepare a dossier. We will take we, your questions. We will present it to the appropriate congressional committees. Hey, uh, apropos of nothing, we have received just this morning. Pitches like uh, interview this guest or talk about this, please, about how the COVID-19 is disproportionately affecting black people, Hispanic people, men and women. What is it with all this stuff? Everybody's got to have a grievance. Now I've seen and this. it's got to be an easily identifiable group grievance. Yeah, I've seen this argument a couple of times over the last couple of weeks. And uh, uh, it was big in Michigan there for a while that. The, the the people that are marching and want to open back up, it's because they want black people to get the coronavirus, and I just thought it's too stupid to even address. I know, and now it's Hispanic people for this probably 48-hour period. You see if they can whip up something. You ever see those prank calls where a guy will conference together two different Chinese restaurants and just get them reciting orders back and <laughs> no, forth? No. Well, anyways, that's a thing. I want to do that with the person who says it's disproportionately affecting men and disproportionately affecting women. I think we book them, we conference their lines together, and we just let them go. Yeah, that would be very, very entertaining. I've not heard the Chinese restaurant thing, though. It sounds like it's up my alley. Well, it, it reminds me, the whole, uh, yeah, if, if that exists on the Internet, please send me a link. I know what I'm doing the rest of the day. It reminds me of a lot of the uh, ridiculous myths about women making 72 cents on the dollar or whatever that's been you know thoroughly uh, disproved over and over again, but a lot of it has to do with the, their choices of work. Men tend to choose dangerous and higher-paying professions. Women uh, tend to choose less, less you know, high-paying uh, professions that are less high-paying for very easily understandable reasons. Uh, and in this case, yeah, uh, Hispanic people in general have more working class jobs, if you're going to generalize. So that's it. So people in working class jobs are disproportionately affected. Okay, that's great. Why do we always have to make it about race and ethnicity? Well, it's to whip people up and get their votes and contributions and the rest of it. Uh, I'm bound for San Francisco downtown where they're providing methadone, alcohol, and pot to addicts and homeless people. Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk Isolating from the coronavirus in hotels. They're actually, taxpayers are buying beer for homeless people. Right. Right. Among other things. I mean, beer, please. Yeah. Old old Simple Jack, if I can get a little of the the marching powder and, and, and smokes, too, by the way. You need cigs? They'll buy those for you. Yeah, extraordinary story. Um, among other things, we need to talk about um, uh, mask shaming, the NFL opening back up, all that sort of stuff, uh, and the unemployment numbers that are out, which is another record setter. Mark. 
Armstrong and Getty. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.